I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 18, verses 1 through 19. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. I call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me. The torrents of perdition assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. From from her temple, she heard my voice, and my cry to her reached her ears. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The foundations also of the mountains trembled and quaked because she was angry. Smoke went up from her nostrils and devouring fire from her mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from her. She bowed the heavens and came down. Thick darkness was under her feet. She rode on a cherub and flew. She came swiftly upon the wings of the wind. She made darkness her covering around her, her canopy thick clouds, dark with water. Out of the brightness before her there broke through her clouds hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered her voice. And she sent out her arrows and scattered them. She flashed forth lightnings and routed them. Then the channels of the sea were seen, and the foundations of the world were laid bare at your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. She reached down from on high. She took me. She drew me out of mighty waters. She delivered me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. She brought me out into broad, into a broad place. She delivered me because she delighted in me. Job chapter 36, verses 24 through 33. Remember to extol his work of which mortals have sung. All people have looked on it. Everyone watches it from far away. Surely God is great and we do not know him. The number of his years is unsearchable, for he draws up the drops of water. He distills his mist and rain, which which the skies pour down and drop upon mortals abundantly. Can anyone understand the spreading of the clouds, the thunderings of his pavilion? See, he scatters his lightning around him and covers the roots of the sea. For by these he governs people. He gives food in abundance. He covers his hands with the lightning and commands it to strike the mark. Its crashing tells about him. He is jealous with anger against iniquity. Continuing with verses 14 through 24. Hear this, O Job. Stop and consider the wondrous works of God. 
Do you know how God lays his command upon them and causes the lightning of his cloud to shine? Do you know the balancing of the clouds, the wondrous works of the one whose knowledge is perfect and whose garments are hot when the earth is still when the earth is still because of the south wind? Can you, like him, spread out the skies, hard as a molten mirror? Teach us what we shall say to him. We cannot draw up our case because of darkness. Should he be told that I want to speak? Did anyone ever wish to be swallowed up? Now no one can look on the light when it is bright in the skies, when the wind has passed and cleared them. Out of the north comes golden splendor. Around God is awesome majesty. The Almighty, we cannot find him. He is great in power and justice, and abundant righteousness he will not violate. Therefore mortals fear him. He does not regard any who are wise in their own conceit. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. And when he got into the boat, his, dis- his disciples followed him. A windstorm arose on the sea, so great that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we're perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a dead calm. They were amazed, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Good morning and welcome to the 11th Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 18, Job 36 and 37, and finally Matthew 8. The the imagery is really um, impressive, not only because Psalm 18 for the last three days has talked about um, torrents of perdition and cords of Sheol and the earth reeling and rocking and mountains trembling and quaking. Um, But uh, this morning in Job, um, Elihu is proclaiming God's majesty and uses similarly descriptive language, um, thundering the pavilion, spreading the clouds. He talks about how lightning scatters around God and covers the roots of the sea. And then later talking about exposing the, the roots of the sea um, to see how the, the world was made. Um, and we shouldn't overlook that God is jealous with anger um, against iniquity, not against God's own desires or something like when Israel um, rebels against God, um, Elihu at least would see that as being jealous against iniquity, that uh, Israel is um, not being fair to their covenant uh, or is endangering themselves before their enemies. Um, Elihu goes on to talk about like the skies as a molten mirror um, and even talked about no one can look at the light when it's bright in the skies like they knew you'd go blind if you stared at the sun. <laughs> That's where my mind went like, oh, I thought we only knew that because like, we're cool and smart in the modern era. Uh, but no, it's like ancient people would know not to look at the sun. Um, and then finally in Matthew, uh, a slightly more familiar passage where Jesus and the disciples are in the sea and there's a big storm, which I have difficulty imagining what a big storm would be on the Sea of Galilee, because it's not very big. 
Um, but anyway, they're all nervous and scared. And I, I don't think all of them know how to swim. I think it's when Peter tries to walk on the water another time. Does he say he can't swim? I can't remember. Um, but he's asleep in the middle of the storm. Um, so he's a pretty heavy sleeper. And his disciples wake him and say, look, the storm is going to kill us all. And Jesus wakes up and, and rebukes the storm. Um, which is interesting considering the earlier passages about how God is uh, the cause of these storms and, you know, incredible, miraculous, natural occurrences. Um, and so I don't think God is working against God, but um, certainly Jesus can command uh, nature just as God can. Um, and he tells the storm to stop storming and then there was a dead calm um and the what the disciples say amongst themselves what sort of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him uh it it kind of uh evokes the earlier discussion with job and some of the readings from yesterday and the day before about um god is in charge of of the winds and the sea and so the the answer to their their question their rhetorical question is uh, this is a God man, you know, fully human, fully divine. Um, this is the Son of God who has, who is God, and who um, is also mysteriously um, fully human as well. Um, and I'm sure that uh, for many people, it feels like we're in the middle of a storm now, and we're waiting uh, for Jesus to say the word and produce calm, um, and. I think the the passage from Matthew reminds us that we can uh, we can put our hope in God to do that, um, but it's up to God when that calm comes. Um, and you know, between the pandemic, the um, you know climate change, economic disaster, um, you know, any number of things, you know, coming elections and uh, governmental changeover. Um, they can feel like a storm. Um, it can feel like a lot of that imagery that we've that we've just read, um, and that can certainly be anxiety-producing. Um, and one thing that I always that that I don't know. I think storms. Um, I think of storms as being the producers of some of the most amazing sunsets or sunrises, um, and it's a pretty thin silver lining, but it is a silver lining. Um, and it may have been because of my military experience that I can face um, uncertainty with a certain amount of I don't know, detachment. Um, I don't know. Um, I think maybe, I think maybe that is part of it. I remember being much more prone to anxiety before I joined, like when I was surfing, um, I get kind of freaked out with an outside set if there was something that I thought might be dangerous, even though, like, you know, I might know that um, nothing really is going to happen. I'm still um, afraid in the short term, even though in the back of my mind I know um, that, you know, for example, it's not going to break because I'm too far out or something. Um, and I think that... that um, uh, reminds me of this moment we're in now, 
um, and this promise um, that we see in Matthew of God stilling the waters, um, that we might, there's every reason to be anxious and afraid and, and uncertain, um, but we can also have hope um, knowing that things will be made right. Um, we don't know when or how, but we can place our faith in God, um, calming the waters, calming the storm. Um, and uh, those of us who are able to face these challenges or think we're able to face these challenges with a little bit more level-headedness, um, that, that may include a disproportionate number of people in the military who, who have, you know, who face unpredictability and challenges and uncertainty and danger on a regular basis. Um, it's our responsibility, because I think I'm one of those people who can face challenge with a certain amount of detachment. It's our responsibility to uh, help be anchors to those uh, in our community who aren't as um, confident or, or um, uh, assured, um, not just to remind people with words, but with our deeds and with our behavior, um, to be uh, the, the anchors in the storm. Um, to help um, our our fellow men and women, our community, until that time when God speaks the word and calms the waters. Um, we don't know how long it will be, uh, and many of us in the military have this sense of duty, um, and that might be one way in which we understand our duty um, in this time is to be um, to be level-headed, to to not uh, succumb to partisanship but to be um, solid rocks that others can, can rely upon to be um, fair and impartial and compassionate um, in a time when you know, it's easy to fall into to panic or despair. Um, so I hope, that, um, I hope that being Christian soldiers and veterans um, predisposes us a little bit to level-headedness, to um, a certain amount of spiritual maturity. Um, that's certainly my... I, I hope that's true. Um, I think I've seen that in my life and the lives of other Christian soldiers and veterans that I know. Um, and um, that isn't to say that we aren't ourselves a bit anxious um, or afraid or panicked. But what we do with our feelings of anxiety uh, makes all the makes all the difference. Um, it's okay to run to someone we think can help us and ask for help. Um, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Jesus wouldn't have calmed the storm without having asked been asked for help. Um, but if we if we try or we ask and we don't get what we want or what we've asked for, um, then I think that it's incumbent upon, especially those, I think, who are um, a little bit more, um, yeah, grounded and anchored. It's our responsibility to help those uh, who need help in these times to answer in what ways we can until such a time that God intervenes and calms the waters.
Prayer for Quiet Confidence from the Book of Common Prayer. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of your Spirit lift us, we pray, to your presence where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.